Hi guys. So this week it is just me. No guests. So I'm not going to lie, I'm feeling a little bit exposed. Um, But hopefully it's going to be for all the right reasons. Before I carry on, don't forget to go to Instagram and follow me at Healthy Balance with Emily and follow the podcast at Tribe Talk Podcast as well as going to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, rate and review so you can get all the latest. You can see who we've got on straight away whenever all the episodes are released. So why am I doing this? Um, I'm kind of asking myself the same question right now. (laughs) But uh, I know what I'm like when I'm left with my own devices. And I mean, prime example was this week when I went to the tyre garage to get my tyre fixed. And ended up at the end of the whole saga talking to the guy. And he asked us, if our address was right, to which I said, nope, that's our old one. Gave him our new one and said, I'm so glad I don't live at that old address. And he kind of looked at me and I said, because of the postcode. And he just looked at me again. I said, 3BJ. Still nothing from this guy. BJ. BJ? BJ? (laughs) I just burst out laughing because I realised that I was standing there repeating BJ to a man I'd never met over and over again while he just looked at me blankly. Um, He gave me a slight kind of humorless laugh and uh, then gave me my receipt and told me to have a nice day. So yeah, this could be fun, guys. But the reason why I've decided to kind of sit and chat a little bit is because for those of you that have been listening to Tribe Talk over the past couple of months... Um, since season two, really, you might have kind of heard that I decided to stop drinking. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about it, really, because I haven't really spoken about it anywhere. I've kind of mentioned it slightly on my Instagram, but I didn't make a big song and dance of it. And I think partly that was because I was a bit nervous of it. Um... I think perhaps I had a bit of fear that people would think that I had a problem with drinking because we live in a culture and a society where it's normal for people to drink. Um, And, you know, if you're not doing it, then maybe you've either got a problem or you're just a bit of a loser. Um, And I would think I was also a little bit worried that I couldn't do it because I try, I've I've done the whole kind of sober October and things like that, but in my head, I knew that I really wanted to stop drinking for an entire year. And there are a few reasons for it, which I'll go into. But yeah, I didn't really make a big deal about it because of those reasons. And I am now over four months in, so I just thought, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right, I'm doing well. Um still haven't had a drink and I thought just talking about it just letting you guys in a little bit on the reasons why how I've been finding it and what I've learned so far um hopefully you'll enjoy it so the reason that I decided to stop drinking um there's many to be honest I grew up uh 
as most 18 year olds etc love to go out absolutely love to go and have a drink with my friends smoke too much drink too much you know um get into trouble get into weird situations go to festivals go I wasn't really a clubber to be honest because I've unlike some people I never tried to go into clubs underage because I look like a child <laughs> even at 28 um, and I had no chance of getting into a club underage so I just never really bothered and then by the time I got to be 18 um, I just don't know I went on a few nights out and they were fine but I much preferred just going down to a field with my friends and having a drink and camping out and that kind of thing um but yeah drinking was definitely a, a big part of my my teenage years my later teenage years and I went traveling um it was like my social lubricant when I went traveling um it's kind of half of the reason why I met the people I did because I traveled on my own when I went to Australia and although I'm quite a confident person and I can talk to anyone I think when you're 18 and you're the other side of the world uh it it kind of gives you that that fake confidence um to go up to a group of strangers and and talk to them and get their life stories and you know play games and that kind of thing so it was always in my life in one way or another um uni wasn't so much of the freshers stuff that everyone else talks about purely because I did a performing arts course um but I think when I had to leave Mountview uh when I had to leave my drama school in London because of my illness I think that's when I think my relationship with alcohol really changed and I definitely stopped well I still used it as kind of a social lubricant and a way to have a good time but I think part of me also started to use it as a numbing agent and a coping mechanism and I remember when I uh, had moved back to Cheltenham and I was back at uni again and I, I definitely would kind of if I had a bad day I'd go and get a bottle of wine from the the shop or um, if you know I was sad about something or if I was thinking too much even I would go and grab something just to numb out and it worked for me for a couple of years but the problem with using alcohol as a numbing agent is because of the the the, the way alcohol is you need more um your body gets a bit used to it so you need more alcohol to get the same effect um and so I found myself drinking more uh, and instead of it being like, oh, I've had a really bad day, it would be like, oh, I've had a good week, so I'm going to have a glass of wine this this weekend and one glass turns into two and two glasses into three and before you know it, you're two bottles in and just kind of dragging yourself to bed. Um, and obviously when I was single it, I all that kind of behavior went unchecked really um my last relationship uh, that with the person that I was with before um I was met Alan he quite enjoyed to drink too so it was date nights it was Friday nights together 
And although I wasn't necessarily drinking every day, I think the way that I approached it was probably a little bit detrimental to my mental health because uh, over all this time, I had spent so much time trying to overcome my feelings of low self-esteem and um, working on my relationship with food, I had started to kind of use the self-destruct qualities that I had and put them into alcohol. So um, it went from being like, oh, a bad week or a good day to just like, it's Friday, I'm going to have a drink. And, and we all do it. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. But I think for me, it didn't suit me because I would be searching for a feeling or lack of feeling, I should say. Um, when really I needed to try and face up to just the realities of life, you know. I'm There's nothing wrong with my life. I am happily married. I am working. I have an amazing family. I've got great friends. So actually that that social lubricant, lubricant just isn't really necessary. Um, and especially as my husband doesn't drink really he might have a glass of drink glass of uh, beer or whatever every now and then it I realized that I was drinking and he wasn't which started to make that that balance weird to me and it kind of made me put the spotlight on my own behaviors and say okay well why why am I drinking um and a lot of it was just numbing like I just wanted to numb um, I think a lot, I'm one of those high functioning people that will always be thinking at a million miles an hour. Um, I will be thinking about what happened five years ago. I'll be thinking about what might happen in the future. I'll be thinking about what I have to do tomorrow or what's happened today. And I find it quite hard to switch off. So I think for me, coming in after a whole day at work and having a glass of wine was just my way to just chill out, stop thinking. Um, and numb but it just started to play havoc with my own mental health so I have been on anti-anxiety tablets or antidepressant tablets can't they use the same ones for both really um, so obviously when my nan died when I was 20 I was on antidepressants and since then I've been on something um originally for depression and then in the last few years it's been it's for my anxiety and I really noticed that after a night out or just even a couple of glasses of wine or a couple of glasses of rum the next day and sometimes the next few days would be really really bad and my anxiety would ramp up and there is such a thing called beer fear, which I think probably anyone that's been around alcohol or has had a drink probably knows, you know, you get that feeling where you wake up in the morning and you're thinking, oh my God, what did I do? Like, what did I say? Did I make a fool out of myself? Um, and you get that real anxiety. And it's a bit like that feeling, but worse. Um it, it's this feeling of like existential dread. You feel like you're standing on a precipice and at any moment you could topple off. And it's this really high alert, horrible feeling. And it would just 
it would just come to me every single time that I had a drink and I just kind of put up with it because I thought well you know I've got anxiety so if I have a drink this is just what my body does and I there was one day there was one morning when I woke up and I felt like I couldn't move I felt like I was completely paralyzed and my body was just so tense but my brain was running at a million miles an hour and there was this massive fear of panic and I just remember thinking like I just want to die I don't want to feel like this anymore which is such an extreme reaction and you can probably tell that I trained as as a actress uh, because I'm pretty dramatic sometimes (laughs) but it did like I felt absolute shit and I was just thinking why am I doing this to myself why am I continuing to feed something that isn't isn't working for me you know doesn't doesn't make me feel good um it doesn't make me a nicer person you know it's not like I was going out to the pub on weekends with my friends and being social I was literally just kind of sat in front of the TV with my husband having a bottle of wine and wasn't really talking that much because I'd just be numbing myself out and then I'd go to bed and have a crap night's sleep and then wake up the next day and just feel like crap and not want to do anything. You know, I wasn't really... It's not like you see in the TV programs where somebody's the social butterfly and uh, is always finding an excuse to go out so they can have a drink it was just kind of like it's Friday let's have a glass of wine let's have a bottle of wine and that's it you know and also another thing we watch so many films and I wouldn't tell you I couldn't tell you the ending of them if I was in some kind of who wants to be a millionaire situation and they asked me what happened at the end of uh, a star is born I got no fucking idea. <laughs> I've got no idea because I by that point I was probably three glasses of wine in and uh a bit fuzzy, so useless basically. Absolutely useless. So yeah, so that's kind of a couple of spanning a couple of reasons why I've decided to cut out alcohol. Um and I, I'd been thinking about it for a while. I was thinking, you know, it'd be good to start on my 28th birthday, have a twen- my 28th year without drinking um, for an entire year and then just seeing what happens. And one of the people that, re- well, there are a few people that really influenced my decision and one of them was Michael Maisie. Um, when I spoke to him for the podcast, I knew... Um, I had it in my head that this was maybe the, something I wanted to do and after talking to him I felt this real like yeah I I spoke to him for a reason and you know I was able to get that interview with him for a reason and this is something that I need to do and I need to do it for me I need to do it for my my relationship I need to do it for my family and it's not because I have to do it it's because I want to do it, which was a real kind of switch up in my head. Instead of thinking, oh, I'm going to give up alcohol, it changed into I want to choose to give up alcohol for a year and see what happens. And And I say it like that because I don't know what's going to happen in a year. If I don't know if I'm going to even want to have a 
glass of wine again um you know there might be weddings etc when you know perhaps i'll want to share in the toast but there might not be i might get to the end of the year and think well i did a year it was actually quite easy or you know i felt better for it so why start something that effectively is poison um but anyway so i spoke to him and after we kind of talked on the podcast i sat and kind of talked to him a little bit more and he really really cemented my decision and his support ever since as well being able to talk to him whenever and actually kind of forming this friendship has been so invaluable I don't think he even realizes the amount of good he does in the world and how many lives he lives he's really changed but he was definitely a huge huge motivating factor for me another woman um who I spoke to was Claire so Claire Pooley that was one of my favorite interviews and she was just so honest about it her book uh, The Sober Diaries is brilliant so if you are thinking about not drinking or maybe having a bit of abstinence from alcohol for for a period of time definitely read her book because it's really relatable it isn't full of kind of hippy dippy shit I call it um where you know it promises you this this oasis of knowledge and freedom and you know she's very real as an author and her book is just brilliant and some of the imagery that she comes up with it is so relatable once you've actually stopped drinking um and definitely definitely worth a listen so these people from this podcast so this podcast has been a huge reason why because I've started I spoke to you know Sarah Ordo as well and I spoke to loads of people who had stopped drinking for one reason or another whether it be because they they had problems with alcohol whether they chose you know they had a bad experience and they chose not to drink anymore or you know and through that I've met so many more people and it's been really refreshing because what happened was that I stopped thinking of it as people are going to think that I have a problem with alcohol or am I an alcoholic as Claire kind of posed the question to herself um and instead it turned into you know a challenge it turned into something I wanted to do which made it a million times easier um so the day before my 28th birthday was the last time I've had a drink and since then there's definitely been ups and downs like I'm not gonna shit you there are some days where you do just want to numb but that's when all the work that I've been doing over the past few years comes into play and I think okay well why why do I want to numb out right now what is going on what's going on around me how do I feel can I change it is this something I have to really move through in terms of emotion and you kind of become your own you kind of become a a professor of yourself you know yourself so well and you know you start to learn at least what it is that causes you to want to drink and it isn't what you think it is half the time um I didn't realize how much I would watch programs such as the real housewives like you know really real hard-hitting journalistic programs like the real housewives and uh 
oh god what love island and whatever and think oh i just want to drink now because it was always on tv so you wouldn't really know it was happening or or you know that you were being fed this information of i need to drink to have a good time but every time something was on that had you know people going out partying or whatever i'd always be like oh, i do do kind of fancy a, a drink and I and knowing those triggers and knowing those um though that how how ingrained it is in society is so interesting. Um, whenever there was something, there's been a couple of times since April that I've had some really shit times, and I have felt really upset, um, and just really low. And instead of numbing myself to that, I've been able to talk about it. And I've had to talk about it because otherwise it would have just driven me crazy. I've had to be a lot more open and honest with Alan. Um, I've had to be a lot more slightly selfish, to be honest, about certain situations, um, how I feel. And I've also had to be ready to call myself up on my own shit. So if I'm being a dick... I, I need to tell myself I'm being a dick and that I need to change the behavior that I have, I've started to kind of that route I need to go down. And it's been a real eye opener, um, four months in, I haven't really had any horrific times of pain or grieving or anything like that. So, you know, I'm not saying, Oh, I've come out the other side. As with everything, this is like, a journey and this is going to be something that I will be navigating for the rest of this year um and until next April at least but it's really interesting and it does feel a lot more free which I didn't think it would I really thought that not drinking I would be so bored and I wouldn't see my friends I wouldn't really be somebody anybody really wanted to hang out with and I was really nervous about it uh but actually it's kind of the opposite it helps that one of our best friends is pregnant and so they don't drink that couple isn't drinking so we're having the best time ever just I mean the amount of time that we spend together laughing we could be drunk because we are completely and utterly off our heads together um, but it's really nice because you actually appreciate that time that you have with people and you get the jokes faster, you're quicker on the uptake, you're quicker to deliver something back and it's just, oh, it's, I can't even tell you how much better it is for friendships and relationships because you, you just, I mean... I thought I might get a bit dull when I stopped drinking because I'm a pretty out there individual. But actually, probably to Alan's dismay, I got weirder. Um, and I became, I kind of became the, the girl I was when I was 18 again, to be honest. Um, and it was really nice. It's really refreshing. So why am I talking about this? I guess just because... I think it's important to share because we see so many people out there and, and people are either coming from rock bottom or they are, you know, 
they they come from the ashes a lot of the time most of the people that you hear um they get to the point where they reach rock bottom and th- they realize that things have to change but actually it isn't always the way sometimes i think it's uh, t.s Eliot said this is the way the world ends this is the way the world ends this is the way the world ends not with a bang with a whimper and it kind of reminds me of that a little bit because it isn't there wasn't this massive big aha moment um there's definitely been a few times in my life when I've gone alcohol really doesn't suit me you know I can be an absolute bell end when I've drunk um as I'm sure most people can be uh find me one person that isn't a bell end every now and then when they're drunk um but it was just kind of a, a slow realization and one that I think I needed to take and I tell you what alcohol free champagne is boss love it um i've currently got a glass of alcohol free rosé um which is rather lovely for me to drink so i don't feel like i'm missing out at all i've still been out with my friends we've had dinners we've gone out for meals we've gone out for drinks it hasn't bothered me having to to order something um non-alcoholic don't feel like a weirdo i don't feel like people are judging me at first when i first started to tell people i was a bit nervous i didn't really kind of as i said i didn't really put it out there for everyone to know but when i mentioned it to a few kind of close friends or family i did get a couple of are you trying to get pregnant um to which i responded i'd rather sew my vagina up uh which is (laughs) proof of me just being weird again uh no offense to those that want to have children but for me i don't think that it's in my cards somebody might be might be up there thinking differently but for me that's my opinion um so that was a bit weird because people immediately assumed that i was going to get pregnant which was not the case um and then obviously the second question is you know have you got a problem with drinking are you an alcoholic um which to be fair I didn't really get much of just because the people that know me know who I am and they know that I haven't I'm not that kind of person that drinks every single day or drinks a bottle of vodka before work or whatever just because the nature of my my job I just wouldn't be able to function if I if I was that way um but these are really big broad ranges of opinions um that I got and that's fine and one interesting thing that I've noticed is if I say I don't drink or I'm not drinking at the moment people immediately feel the need to justify them them drinking um and I'm not and it's really strange because I don't judge you know I don't go oh I'm not drinking so you know you should feel really bad about yourself like I don't give a shit if anyone drinks to be honest um if you can handle your alcohol great good for you like I I was getting to the point where it wasn't really doing anything good for me to be honest um but yeah people really feel the need to justify why they drink or you know I don't drink that much but or you know oh it helps me relax helps me sleep blah 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 and that's fine but I didn't ask for it like mate I don't care if you drink I don't care if you drink loads do what you want it's your life and I'm not here to judge I'm just telling you that I don't drink so that's been really interesting that's been an interesting part of it because like 
I think people think I've started to become this sanctimonious prick. <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not. It's like when people go vegetarian or vegan, and and you do get some people that are very dietary uh, noble, and they're like, oh, I just love animals, so I'm not going to eat, and anyone that eats meat, it's murder. You know, if that's their opinion, then fine, but opinions are like assholes, but not everyone needs to show them. Um is my opinion of that so yeah it's been quite interesting um people justifying why they drink to me um but I don't really care like part of me is a bit like oh a bit jealous but oh well you just get you you just get used to it to be honest um what else can I tell you about my sober journey it feels so weird I've literally just been speaking to myself while Alan makes dinner for me, um, like some kind of kept woman. Um, what else have I learnt? I, oh, well, I can tell you now, I sleep like a baby. People that tell me that they drink to sleep, fair enough, if, if it works for you, mate, it works for you. I used to think that I slept well when I drank, but ever since I stop drinking the minute I basically it's well I wouldn't say the minute I'm not quite there yet I'm not like my husband but a few minutes after I put my head down I'm I'm gone I am absolutely gone and I deep I sleep so deeply right up until the alarm wakes me up um it's incredible it's so good I just sleep like a rock and that has been incredible. Also, actually, one thing I haven't said, which is probably pretty important, seeing as I was talking to you about the reasons why I was giving it up, I am now down on my medication to 50 milligrams a day, and I will be starting this week to go down again. So I've tried to come off anti-anxiety, um, antidepressive tag tablets a few times and I've had really really bad withdrawals um and when I first started this journey of no alcohol I had gone to the doctors and said I want to come off my anti-anxiety medication just because it's been eight years and I think that I want to see if I can really manage without them there's nothing wrong with taking medication in my view um I'm not against it but it'd be really nice not to have to pay a £9 prescription every few months, to be honest, because um, I don't make that much money. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I went to the doctors and they kind of agreed that I was in the right frame of mind. I was in the right space. So slowly over these last four months, I've been coming down gradually um, and... I'm now at the very end point of it. So the plan is that I will be working down to 50. So I'm on 50s now, which is half the dose that I was on. And I've been on 50s for a, a month. So I'm going to be going down to 50s every other day to see how that works. And I'm quite excited about it. It feels like my own little personal challenge. And so far I'm feeling really good I've had a few days where I've felt a little bit anxious for no reason uh which has probably just been 
my body getting used to it. But I would not even be attempting this if I was still drinking. There, that's not even a question in my mind. There is no way I would be trying to come off my anti-anxiety tablets if I was still drinking, just because of how awful I felt the day after um, whenever I drank. So that is something that I can really kind of thank being sober for and I can really appreciate. So what I thought I'd do is I would share my top tips with you, uh, just stuff that I've found really helpful uh, so far. And one of them is an app. Now, I don't know what kind of person you are, but I'm really, I seem to get into things when I can count things. I do a, or I did, I haven't done it for ages now, which is terrible, uh, but I used to do three good things a day, um, which is something that I started when I was going into hypnotherapy, and it just helps your brain become more positive, and every day you write down three good things, and it means that if you ever need to, you can go back to it, and you can just get a bit of a boost. So I know that doing something every day or being able to monitor that I've done something every day is really good. And I heard about an app called I Am Sober. And it's not just for alcohol. You can use it for anything, really. I think you can use it for smoking. You can use it for any kind of addiction that you want to or habit that you want to get rid of. And basically, it's just an app that you've got on your phone. Every single day, it will remind you if you don't do it and it will remind you to pledge. And basically you just pledge in this app, it comes up with a motivational message, some of them are quite cool. And then at the end of the day, you have to review the day. So you look at the day, you say whether you've abstained from whatever habit you're trying to kick, and how you feel, what you've done, whether you've done hobbies, chores, and, and you basically just select it all from um, a menu. And you can also choose like emojis for how you've been feeling, whether you've been happy, sad. You can skip it, so you can just put yes, you've abstained and done. But it's also quite nice just to keep a track of how you've been feeling, what you've been doing, etc. So I can see on my little app at the beginning, it says I have been sober for four months, 14 days, 20 hours, 11 minutes and 41, two, three seconds. So it's like literally to the minute. Uh, they've got milestones. So every every time that you log, obviously it, it keeps the count of it, but it also logs your milestones. So a milestone might be like a month from alcohol or two months from alcohol, etc. So for example, my next milestone will be five months, which it's telling me I will reach in 17 days. And you can actually be a little bit more involved with the other people that are on here. Uh, it doesn't show anybody that's on here, but for example, it tells you that 1,596 others will have this milestone next. So me and 1,596 other people will be nearing five months in 17 days. It also keeps a track of how much money you would have spent on your chosen habit, how much time you would have spent on it. So when you first set the app up, it will ask you some little questions about it. And it will also, you can choose to say why you want to 
stay sober from alcohol or from not smoking, whatever. So um, it's a really good little app if you're like me and you like to keep a track of things and if that motivates you. Um, obviously I haven't actually had a day where I haven't done it so I don't know what happens I don't think it's going to turn around and say that you're a dick and that you've ruined everything if you fail one day or if you don't complete your day Um, but you can I have missed days in terms of haven't I haven't logged for them and you can go back and change them so I got a bit nervous when that first happened I thought oh my god I ruined my streak what's the point uh, but yeah, so that's really good. Um, there's also some really good support groups on Facebook, which I'm kind of in but don't really use. When I first started, I did. Um, I did really use that community support. So you can search uh, Soberistas on Facebook. You can search, uh, stay. I think it's Stay Sober, and there's loads of different people there. You can choose to support people just on Facebook or not. You can choose to see everybody else's journeys. Um, you can kind of use that community as much as you or as little as you want, really. Um, I definitely used it more when I first started because I was a bit, you know, I, I felt alone. I felt really alone when I first started. But now I don't really feel alone, um, especially as on Instagram, there's a lot of different groups so you've got um sober positive you've obviously got claire pooley Catherine gray michael Maisie, as i mentioned earlier who are all really really motivating uh there's soberistas there's loads and loads of different sober positive accounts and it's not what i really love is that it isn't about i am sober or i I like alcohol is the de- devil I'm sure there are things out there that are like that but um it is like sober girl society is a really good little account and it just it's some some of them have a bit of fun some of them are a bit more like meme accounts but it just it's just what you're into really um I like to kind of dabble in most little bits on Instagram and if anything that I see isn't really filling me up after a while then I just unfollow it's as simple as that um so yeah I think I'll stop ranting at you if anybody has still got to this point thank you very much for listening to me um I'd love to know if you want to hear more of these kind of episodes where I come on and talk about a topic I can come on and talk about stardust I can talk about theatre I can talk about mate I could probably talk about anything if you gave it to me so um if you want to challenge me I will accept if you've got any questions at all about anything either find me on instagram healthy balance with emily find me on twitter hb with emily find me on instagram for this podcast as well which is tribe talk podcast and what i'll be doing is i'll be linking in the show notes all of the things that i've mentioned in this podcast episode i'll just give you a shout out to the people that have really helped me the accounts that i love and if you are interested in maybe giving it a go for a month if you're doing sober october um or dry january it's a really good look there it's really good just to get behind yourself with some information some of the stuff I've learned about alcohol since 
starting to research it has been so interesting and so inspiring um the fact that they did a study and alcohol is one of the top addictive substances ever invented um and if it was if it hasn't wasn't on the market and it came onto the market today they'd never let it through that really opened my eyes because you just think what what are we encouraging people to drink all the time you know why why is this something that is so ingrained in our culture and are we really a culture that has to switch off and struggles and makes life harder for themselves um it's really interesting i definitely read up about it whether you want to go sober or not i'm not really one of those people that is like educate yourself and you'll make your life feel better but to an extent there is a part of that that I've found really helpful because on the times where I have felt like maybe wobbling a little bit or maybe just like, oh, fuck it, I just want to have a, a drink, I want to go out with my friends, um, knowing those facts has really helped and I've been able to go to friends and accounts and people just to talk to them about it um, and put my big girl pants on, as I like to say. So if you've got any questions, just give me a shout. If you are trying to stay away from alcohol for a bit and want some advice, I'd be more than happy to share any little nuggets of wisdom that uh, I've been experiencing. I don't have all the answers. I'm not going to profess to that. But I've definitely come through my own little starting point. So I'm really happy to chat about it with anybody. We'll be back to a normal format next week. I've got uh, an interview I'm really excited about. And if there are any topics you want covered, if you want anybody particularly on, send me a message because I really want to hear from you guys. Give me your questions. Give me general questions. Uh, Just get involved and we can shout you out on the podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review as well. Any reviews that are on iTunes, etc., there may be something coming for you guys. So it's worth going on, spending two minutes of your time to give it five stars and a couple of words. And I will see you all very soon. Have a great week. Bye.